Hello and welcome to 88.9 The Bridge. I'm Gil and I'm joined with Evan and Azad. And today you might have not heard our voices together for a while, but we are Power Predictions, bringing you the best predictions in almost every sport. And today we're getting into some football and basketball because that's the two main sports. So let's just get straight into the first game. Bucks bears Thursday night football. Evan and Azad, what do you got for me? Well, in this game, I'm going to be taking the Bucks just because I love what I'm seeing from Tom Brady, even though he does have this interception problem. I do, I do think he's pretty good this year, guys. I think the Tampa suits him. Yeah, I think he's, he's good. pretty good. Here, here's he's one good little underrated thing, I think, though. People thought Gronk was going to be better than he really is. I see him more as a blocking tight end than – Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. Yeah. He's actually been pretty quiet. Do you think yeah, though, that, that really helped the run game? For he's the been trying to fit in with this organization. It's a new team. He needs to get used to how to play. But I think later on, he, he might start to pick up some receptions and more yards, maybe a couple of touchdowns. Do you think he's yeah. doing well as a blocking tight end, though, right? Just yeah, to touch up on that, he's always been a good, big um, blocking tight end. But with the Pan- with the Bucks, I believe Len Fournette's still out, right? Do you guys think so? Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be out. I'm not positive. And yeah. I'm sure he's so, got a tissue injury, right? Yeah, yeah. Seen that with a lot of players this year, Julio Jones. Yeah, a lot of injuries. Yeah. I think it's because there was no preseason this year. Yeah. But enough of that. I don't know. Um, but the Bears. How do you guys feel about the Bears? The Bears have looked really good this year. They did just come off a loss to Indianapolis, but they're three and one, just like the Bucks. What I do you think, think about the- you go, you go. I have mixed feelings about that because I, I like the defense. I actually do like the defense. They're pretty good. They they do, you know, make the silly mistakes, but I do think the defense is pretty solid. I don't like Mitch Trubisky. I do like Allen Robinson. I think he's a great wide receiver. I just think he's being kind of shadowed by hindered his to his full potential because of his quarterback. Yeah. But I, I just don't see him winning this game, to be honest. In yeah. the future, both questions for both of you. Do you think they're going to stick with Nick Foles or Trubisky? And who do you I think, think they should stick with Nick Foles? That's that's easy. I Mitchell Trubisky just did so bad in his first couple games, even though they did win the games. Um, I last- Nick what do you think the Bears are going to decide with? Because past years, they've stuck with Trubisky. I see that, but I do think they're going to start with Trubisky, give him another shot. Then if he does bad, Nick Foles. I wouldn't be surprised if Nick Foles comes in in like the third or fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. But I do think Nick Foles is kind of – as a starter, we haven't seen him produce that much. Let, yeah. Let's be honest for a second. He, he hasn't done too much as a starter. As a backup, he's amazing. Yeah. But as a starter, I haven't seen too much. He threw it. He I threw mean, a couple of interceptions. I he, mean, the, he played against the best defense. Clumsy. The Colts have the best defense, in my opinion. His num- um, the, the Colts are number one in tight end passing, and they have Jimmy Graham, who's who's Nick Foles' favorite target. He's getting shut down by a great Indianapolis defense, and it's just tough to say, oh, let's go back to Trubisky after he played the best defense because you can see he did really good against Atlanta Falcons in that comeback. And so yeah, I think – uh, what was it two weeks ago where Nick Foles was just diamond him up? But after last week, he kind of got shut down. Yeah, yeah I agree. Really tough defense. It's like it is a tough defense. Evan's got a point. But, I don't uh, think Mitchell Trubisky would have done better. He, he Mitchell Trubisky got shut down by the Atlanta Falcons, the worst passing defense in the league. So are we agreeing? I'm agreeing with Azad, where like he's a perfect guy to bring in third or fourth quarter, right? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think so. I disagree, but whatever. So if Trubisky's struggling, would you say to not bring in Foles and just try to let him finish? If Trubisky's out? struggling, of course bring him, but I don't yeah. think Trubisky's going to be struggling anymore this year because I think he's going to be sitting on the bench. I don't think he's coming in. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so who do you guys think is going to win this game? I'm going with the Bucks. I'm going with the Bucks also. Running game. Well, with the Bucks too. 
Brady. Yeah, three uh, no for the Bucks. All right, let's go straight yeah. to the next game. Bills Titans Sunday. Who I'm taking have? the Bills. Skills Titans. I'm going to be taking the Titans. Derrick Henry after his injury, I think he's going to come back, yep. and I think he's going to light him up, leading the NFL in rushing yards. I still believe he is. Why do you think? Because he had that extra bye week to get ready for. Yeah, but, I think it's because he his muscles aren't sore anymore. I think he's due for a big game. I don't know, but the Bills have looked so dominant this year. There's they, no one stopped them. They just played the Raiders. Raiders pretty good, and they just absolutely blew him out. Defense can stop John Allen and his just tear. Yeah, he's doing really good. I mean, he has Stefan Diggs, too. Stephon Some would Diggs. say the there was a controversy call in the last drive of the Rams game where they called pass interference on the Rams. I don't know if you guys remember that, but I think I think the Bills have shown moments where they are beatable because they haven't yeah, played definitely. extremely hard teams. Yeah, well, that, that's true. That they did barely beat the Rams, and the Rams are like a, a mediocre to good team. So I see the Rams actually as a probably 8-8, eight 9-6 eight, maybe team. Yeah. Why? Just because they're inconsistencies? Yeah, just because they're not like a reliable team. We've seen them struggle in the past, but we've seen them also do amazing in the past. But the last two years, they've really struggled, or last year especially. So when we get down to it, this can be a really close game. Yeah, I, yeah, I think this should be a close game. I'm taking the Bills. Who are you taking, Gil? You know, I think the Titans' defense just might not be strong enough to stop John Allen. I mean, he's consistently oh, better. You're going to go against your team. Yeah. I just, I'm gonna go with Gil's team. Okay, so two to one Bills. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's, gonna be, it, it's gonna be a coin cost, right? It's not. It's yeah. not really gonna be. Yeah. Insane. I think if Derrick Henry can get his twenty, because the Bill, the, if, sorry, if Derrick Henry can get his carries, the Titans actually like to give him the ball twenty-five to thirty times a game. He's had a couple thirty carries a game, How and when you're running back, I, I I don't know, but I don't think it's that good. But when you running back carries it 30 times a game, you often dominate time of possession. So I think keeping the ball to Josh Allen's hands is a pretty good thing. Pretty strong sign for Titans. All right. Ready for the next game? Mm-hmm. Sure. Panthers-Falcons. Another Sunday game. This is uh, – I, I love how the Panthers are going. They are not struggling without Christian McCaffrey at any cost. They're really, they're really doing really good with Mike Davis, the backup running back. If yeah, you don't really have good. him in fantasy and he's on your waiver wire, you should definitely get him for the next couple of weeks. And Amazing. the Panthers, Teddy Bridgewater, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, their offense is rolling right now. And I think they're going to keep it up against the Falcons, who are 0-4 and have the worst pass defense in the league. You know, I agree with Evan on this one. I, I did think the Falcons were pretty I mean, all right team, actually, going into the season. I thought they had one of the top, if not the best, wide receiver core. Maybe top three for sure. Top five for sure, actually. We can agree on that with Julio, Ridley, and Russell Gage. Yeah. Ridley did get shut down the last game. Yeah, Ridley got he, shut down. He looked like he was really battling an injury for me. Just well, didn't yeah. look that. I think injuries kill this team, though, because watching Matt yeah. Ryan last night with the Green Bay Packers, he just did not make some passes, right? And that might be a receiver thing, but I, he got some momentum going, but he couldn't finish it out. Yeah. Yeah. The same Falcons team, an inconsistent. So I'm gonna go with the Panthers in this game. Um, yeah, I'm strong Panthers. Panthers. I think Panthers yeah. are gonna win five. So three out of the Panthers. It is. Mm-hmm. All right, and our last game to talk about today is gonna be Viking Seahawks. Who are we thinking? Oh. Vikings, good wide receivers, and same as the Seahawks, really. I think this people are gonna be like, oh, Seahawks, four no Seahawks. They're way better than the Vikings, but this is gonna be 
this is going to be closer than people think because the Vikings, they have great receivers, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. They also have Delvin Cook and Seahawks have the worst, one of the worst pass defenses, I think second or third worst. And it's it, the Seahawks really need to show improvement in stopping the Vikings. They need Devontae um, or Adams back. And if that happens, I think, I think the Seahawks will win, but it's going to be closer than what people think. Yeah, if Russell Wilson slips up at all, I mean, their defense is just going to give up, you know? Yeah, but Russell Wilson yeah. came off a mediocre week, so – yeah. He just has to I think back. he came off two mediocre weeks, don't you think? Because he missed some throws against the Cowboys, too. Actually, I, you know what? I take that back. For Russell Wilson, I mean, he did miss some throws, but his deep ball has always been on target. His, I wouldn't, his mediocre I wouldn't, is top in the league, though, still. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, he threw two touchdowns. That's why I said he had a mediocre week. But they, they've been really throwing it at the one-yard line and scoring touchdowns at the one. Last week, they just ran it to Chris Carson for two touchdowns, but normally they just pass it, so – I mean, I don't think Russell Wilson's had mediocre weeks. I think Russell Wilson's right where he should be. And he's still Yeah, but he had that, unlike Russell Wilson, red zone interception that we saw. I agree. I mean, he's been making mistakes at the games, but you you can't expect perfection. Yeah, of course. He's going to learn from his mistakes, I guess, and he's going to try to perfect that. Yeah, I think think the Seahawks-Vikings game is going to be a lot like the Bills-Titans game, though. It's going to be another one. I think it's going to be close. One, because I think – the Vikings are pretty underrated. And two, I think it's because the Seahawks, they kind of struggle to really put away teams, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Until I like agree. the fourth quarter, they did it against Miami. But in mm-hmm. Dallas, they kept them around. They kept New England around. They kept – actually, no, they kind of killed Atlanta. And then they yeah. kept Miami around. And then Fitzpatrick yeah, yeah. couldn't get I going. But, I mean, a win's a win. You can't really complain about four now, so. What are we yeah. – I, I do see where you're going. Oh, we should talk about DK Metcalf for a second. Yeah. Oh, I was th- oh my god, I love DK. I, I was thinking about the top five receivers in the league, and DK Metcalf is on my top five receivers I, so yeah, far, I, based I agree on this 100%, year. Hundred percent, because DK Metcalf is so consistent. He literally had he his fantasy. If you look in fantasy, he has like a <laughs> twenty points a week. Like that's really good, and that just yeah. shows him through his stats. He gets he catches all the deep balls. He does make mistakes. He drops a couple passes a game, but he really makes up for that. I just traded for DK, but besides the point, I do think he's one of the best deep ball like catchers and route runners in the league. He's so big, so fast, so strong. It's hard to stop him. He hasn't made that many mistakes that I could think of, except yeah, for that one mistake against the yeah, Cowboys. Against but. the Cowboys, yeah, I, I agree. But otherwise, he's been rock solid for the Seahawks, and yeah, yeah, and rock solid. The ball it always feels like he has a really good chance to get the end zone, right? Just because his his frame and he can yeah, exactly six three like two. If it's one on one, when deep ball near the end when zone. Russ throws a deep ball you can almost assume DK will come up with it just because of Russ's accuracy and DK's ability to make a play yeah. on the ball mm-hmm. and for that matter I'm taking Seahawks for this game I'm taking Seahawks too so two taking Seahawks too should be a fun Sunday night game though definitely, yeah. definitely. All right, now, now let's get into Zod's team we talked about my Titans let's talk about Cowboys and their struggles this year <sighs> Zod what do you have to say for that I'm not happy with my Dallas Cow. Well, not I'm not happy with them at all. I'm not happy with the defense. There's only there's Dak though. Dak's been. I am so good. happy with Dak. I'm so yeah. happy with Amari Cooper. I'm not happy with Zeke. I'm not happy with Michael Gallup. I'm not happy with. I'm actually happy with Ceedee Lamb, and I'm not happy with the defense. It's a horrible defense. Their defense is ranked number 32 in the league. It's the worst defense I've ever seen out of the Cowboys. What do they you cannot? Think? Long-term, what do you think they have to do? Change up the defense and the offense or focus on the defense? One, fire Mike Nolan. Get Mike Nolan, defensive coordinator, out of here. I'm not blaming it on him. I just think he's a horrible defensive coordinator. 
throughout his four years of defensive coordinator, he's coached the 28th worst team, the 29th worst team, and the 32nd worst team. And now it's going to be his 32nd this year again. And the only reason Mike McCarthy hired him is because Mike McCarthy was first hired by Mike Nolan in San Francisco. So Mike McCarthy wants to repay the favor to Mike Nolan. So are you and saying he's gone unlucky with teams or he's made teams that bad? Like 29. He's made teams that bad. Because so I mean, got it's not. players you think on defense, just not the coach. Yeah, I, th- I think Trevon Diggs is a pretty good player. Jalen Smith, he was the Pro Bowler the last couple of years. He's not doing anything. Demarcus Lawrence, I haven't seen him. I know he's not a big name anymore, but he was pretty good. But so yeah, big I just haven't seen anything. No coach. And number two, sign Earl Thomas. This defense needs a safety, and I think Earl Thomas is the perfect safety. And he wants to play for Dallas. He was born and raised in the Dallas and the Cowboys fan. Okay, we know what you think on the defense, but out of 10, what would you rank the offense compared to the defense? Oh, a 10, 100%. Oh, 100%. get out of here. I'm, a 9, a 9. A, there, there, I'm there was close to I'm, call, I'm calling it a 7.5 because yeah. Dak, oh, really Dak is really good. Dak is really good. Jack's top they tier. Sc- I, I agree. They score 30, 30, 25, 40 points a game. That's good, but they're all, they're always coming from behind. Like that's they, they, they the, have that's, to score those points. Does the Dak Prescott play defense? Does the defense play is defense? giving them points? Like the, like they're like yeah, the defense. Yeah, when the other that. team gets the ball, I know the Cowboys are gonna let them score. <laughs> but what? the offense is doing amazing. I think there's yeah, a lot of weight on Dak's shoulder, like, just like Wilson. Last game right? we were down thirty-one to ten. That's no, we. Did you know we were up 14-7 in the first quarter? And then Okay, well then you were down 40. And then a couple turnover, there was a turnover by Zeke. There was a strip sack Miles Garrett, which was just a great play. Dak didn't see him coming. See, I think Dallas offense could be better if they just hold on to the ball more. I'd, I'd rate them a 9 8.5. They just held the ball. Like they didn't keep turning it over. What about Amari Cooper? What do you think about him? He's good. I, I like Amari Cooper. Nothing wrong. They have a great wide receiver core. Great wide receiver core. I don't like what I'm seeing out of Zeke, averaging 3.9 uh, yards a carry. Who's all yeah, not... things better, Cowboys or Seahawks? Seahawks. I'll say Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Why? But I do think the Cow – just because the Cowboys have a turnover problem right now. But yeah, if yeah. the Cowboys work on the little things, the Cowboys, I think – The Cowboys are blessed with a terrible division. So, like, they have a big yeah. chance yeah. of making the playoffs. So, they, they have no, the time to make the playoffs. They're they have a better easy. chance of making – of becoming the one seed than the Seahawks becoming the one seed in the NFC West. That makes sense. And we're one and three. Yeah, that makes sense. And that you guys sense. are four and oh. I agree. I agree. Okay. That, that makes total sense to me. With that, yeah. let's leave some time with some fantasy. So fantasy, <laughs> we're going to talk about some waiver ads and start and sits for next week. Let's start with start and sits on QB. What do you got, Evan, Azad? Any Okay, any I'll thoughts? start. Sorry. Um, first off, I'm going with, um, I'm going to start with uh, Teddy Bridgewater, quarterback for um, Carolina Panthers. He's playing the worst pass defense, I'll say it again, Atlanta Falcons. He's a must-start. He came off a 22-point game last week, and he's going to be a big start for me. And I'm, I'm definitely starting him. I'm even going to start him over Tom Brady, who is my sit. Tom Brady came off a five-touchdown week. Everyone, ha- everyone has a big head about him, but he's playing at Chicago, the number two pass defense, with Chris Godwin's most likely going to be out. If Leonard Fournette comes back, that's going to be tough for Tom Brady to score those uh, red zone touchdowns because they can just hand it off to Fournette. But, yeah, so my sit is Tom Brady. My start is Teddy Bridgewater. Can Fournette be an yeah. outlet kind of running back to pass to or no? Do you think he'd main- he can? I mean, I can see that, but – I don't, don't see that. I just, just because feel like, of the- I just feel like when he plays, Tom Brady gets less touchdowns. So Yeah. 
I agree with that. And I- I'm going to go with a wide receiver scenario that is actually that I'm facing. I know a couple of the people that are facing it. It is Allen Robinson or Tyler Boyd. Who I want to know what you guys would start in this, and I want and then I'll tell you my opinion and who I'm going to start. I would start Allen Robinson. I'm going to start Allen Robinson too, just because I think the Ravens secondary is pretty good. But Tyler Boyd, he's coming off a pretty – guys, he's, he's a pretty good wide receiver. He's coming a pretty underrated year, in my opinion. Yeah, but he's – Tyler he showed up. Like he's, he's actually a little, really good. He's a little too inconsistent for me. He's not, he's not so solid. That's just my opinion. I just, he's, I just can't trust him when he's in my starting spot. Like I'm like, oh, he might get three points or he might get a good game with 15, 20 points. And he's, it's just I, not – for me. I could see that, but the last three weeks he's gone 20 points, 22 points, 16 points against Cleveland Eagles and Jacksonville. So, all right, secondary. But he, he special. is playing the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, that, that's that's where I say no. I yeah, think, exactly. I think they have a tougher schedule coming up. Those were three pretty mediocre to bad teams. Moving, moving on to the tight end position, I think I have one that everyone can agree with. I say yeah. sit Jimmy Graham next week. Um, I think if they're starting Trubisky at all, that's a no-go. Nick Foles playing against one of the best defenses in the Bucks. I just – I don't see – Well, Tampa there. Bay is just in the middle. They're at 14th out of 32 teams for the best um, against tight ends. And they, but they do have a good defense. Yeah, well, they have a really good defense. They have a really good well, defense. Well, yeah, Who do we think? Is the Colts better or the Bucks better on defense? Oh, Colts. Colts – Colts are a totally different subject, but they are playing really good right oh, now. Really Colts good. But if the Colts oh, could hold them to 7.3 points in fantasy, what do you think the Bucks can hold them to? I say Colts. You realize Colts are the number one defense against tight ends. Did you yeah, know that? I know, yeah. but Nick Foles. Uh, no, who's playing yesterday with the Colts? Who started QB. Um, it was. Yeah. He always oh, actually played really good. He had a. I feel. I believe he had a 75% completion rate going into that yeah. game. He's doing good so far. Who started for the Bears, though? Nick uh, Foles. Nick Foles. Foles, yeah. And didn't you say Foles is the better Q, Evan? Yeah. I so, think, against hmm. the Bucks, is he is Jimmy Graham really going to play that good? Yes, he will. I, I think don't think so. I, I, I personally don't think good. so. You don't he's think so? He's probably playing good against, like, bad defenses, like the Falcons. I can, well, I, I can I, agree with Gil. How about this? If Michael if Mike Michael Trubisky starts, Jimmy Graham is a. I just feel like you should no, not. Not even Nick Foles though. Nick Foles be. Nick Foles loves targeting his tight ends. Like he just does. I don't know why he just likes he just likes targeting. Oh yeah. Teams. They're he did like Zach Ertz and yeah, exactly. now he likes Jimmy Graham. It's just it's just his, I feel like it's his number one option. Like you you look he he had six receptions, sixty yards, and two touchdowns. So that means he's getting lots of red zone targets. Against the Giants one week earlier, with Mitchell Trubisky starting, he got one reception for 18 yards, and that's it. So, it's it's I do agree it's kind of an iffy statement, but if Nick Foles is starting, he would I would put him as a start unless you have like George Kittle or Mark Andrews or Travis Kelce. He's a start for me. Okay. Would you see him as a? Would you see him as someone that's either going to get four points or someone that'll get 15? Like, do you think there's going to be, like, a median range where he'll get, or do you think it'll just be, like, a boom or bust? No, I, I, this week? I, I think, think he's going to – Jimmy Graham. What? I think it's middle. It's not boom or bust for him. He just – I think it is boom or bust yeah, for Normally him. that's a good thing. Normally that's consistent. I would much rather have someone who's consistent than a boom yeah. or bust. Because then you're like, okay, I'm, I'm happy to start this guy. 
I in fantasy, boomer bust is touchdowns, but you'd rather want the yards overall from your guy exactly. over the season. Want the targets and receptions and yards. Yeah. Okay, so, so we have enough time for uh, basketball. Let's do some waiver wire really quick. What are you guys' top waiver wires? For, for football? Yeah, for fantasy football. Okay, I thought you said basketball a second. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> well, first of all, running backs for waiver wire. I mean, if nobody has Mike Davis by now, you should get him. He's Christian McCaffrey is going to be back in two or three weeks, so you're only going to have him for a couple weeks. But if you need, if you need to win next week to be in the playoff hunt, you should definitely get Mike Davis. And Malcolm Brown might be back on people's benches. He's a good red zone target. The Rams are playing a bad defense, and he's he's um, good to start because when they get to the one-yard line, they put him in to score the touchdowns. Really quick, Evan, do you think you can trust Rams running backs with Malcolm Brown and Henderson? That's what I, I don't I don't know yeah. if you can trust They're them. They're kind of hit or miss. Waiver wire. So, yeah. So can't really trust anyone on waiver they're wire. They're playing the Redskins, so would you trust them with that sort of scenario or no? Well, Washington is a good run defense, but I don't know if they have a great defense in general. So, and they throw think, Malcolm Brown, right? They're, what? They're and they, I think they have more trust in Malcolm Brown as an outlet receiver, right? Yeah, he. Yeah, I. I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't know if you should start him next week, but I do think you should pick him up. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Any more waiver wires, or should we move on to basketball? I mean, there's one guy who's like obvious, but in one of my leagues, he's not picked up. And I'm picking him up right now. It's um, Jarek McKinnon. So a lot of people do have him in this league, but if you if you do see him, pick him up because this guy for the 49ers is producing some he's major plays. Three, right? I believe so, but the last couple of weeks he's gone 13, 16, 22 in mm-hmm. fantasy. Who so, else? Yeah. Um, McKinnon, Jared McKinnon. Oh yeah, yeah. He's I would pick him up. He's gotten the touchdown. Status on Raheem Mostert. When is he coming yeah. back? I don't know. But, but it, it's I, a I long-term injury, come, right? It's not like a week. Yeah, I don't think when it's long. I think mid-season he'll come back. Maybe week six, yeah. seven. Yeah. And I want to talk about one more. Just that, one more. Brandon Ayuk, I think that's how you say his last name. Uh, he's gotten 21 points and then 14 points in the past two weeks. He's starting to come up big for a receiver. I think he's a, I think he's a good waiver wire ad, especially with all the injuries yeah. that happened. And if you need a quarterback this week, I'm going to give you Teddy Bridgewater as a quarterback. Yep, Who, as I, we've talked about, there's a theme that the Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons have a horrible defense, and they are playing the Atlanta Falcons, number 32. He coming off that two bit, that big two touchdown, 276 game last week against Arizona. I think he's a, I think he's a start in this week. If you would have you him. put Bridgewater over a quarterback like Burrow or no? Yes, this yeah. week I would because over Burrow's Burrow, playing Baltimore. 100%. Okay, but Burrow's probably so pretty good. We're getting a little bit of low on time. Ready to go in some basketball? Yeah. All right. So All right. basketball, Lakers, Heat. Heat makes it interesting again. What do you guys have to say for that? That's this probably. Most, I want. I. Sorry, continue. I cut you off. Sorry, go. Yeah, it's probably the most interesting topic of the day to finish it out. What are you about? Okay. Saying? So, or here, I'll start. So the game is at six p.m. It's, I think it's might have already happened or finished. But we are recording before that, so we don't know what happened in the game. I'm going to take – this is a bold prediction. I'm going to take the Heat. I think they're going to keep it up. I think they're going to win. But I do feel like the Lakers will win the series. I think they'll, I think it's going to go to game seven. It's going to be an interesting game seven. I think Lakers will take it. But I think the Heat are going to win this game. That's tonight. Agreed. So, I want to agree with you. I like the Heat. I do love an underdog story. 
I just think the Lakers are too dominant. And I think I got Lakes in six with LeBron MVP. LeBron's been playing out of his mind this playoff series. This the whole playoffs. This season he's been playing amazing. For what, thirty seven yeah. years old? He's amazing. What do you Thank think you. about Jimmy Butler talking trash to LeBron? You think he's earned that? I right? like that. Of I course. Like you drop forty yeah. on LeBron, you could talk. Yeah. You could say a little something. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. But the Tyler Hero yeah. snarl snarl. Yeah. That I do not like. He went six for eighteen. He was horrible that game. Yeah, that was that was bad. <laughs> you think you think he's too inconsistent to count on, or do you think he's still good enough for Jimmy Butler to be able to trust him? For he's got the potential, but I don't think he's good enough. Just because he's twenty years old, twenty one years old, or something like that, yeah. Tyler Hero, rookie. I don't think he's good enough yet. But he's been amazing in the playoff. But in the finals, he hasn't really done much for me. He has he's missed a lot of threes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the threes but, that he do make are big, but he does miss a yeah, lot of so shots. Do you he count on him for the threes? You think? You think that's his main role? I think that's um, it's actually um, blanking on his name, Duncan Robinson. I think he's the biggest three point shooter, even though he's had a pretty quiet playoffs. I think he's yeah. the most consistent. I think I think if Miami wants to win the series, he's going to be the X factor. He needs to start making his shots like he used to make them. He needs to forget about the pressure and just yeah, sink he's not confident. Yeah, he isn't. He hasn't made that many this playoff series, and they even with Tyler Hero in the first three quarters, he was like two for seventeen or two for fifteen yeah. at one point in the game. Tyler Hero still has the confidence. He's like, well, I don't care. I'm gonna yeah. make my next shot. I saw him make a three and one two. He's made big buckets for the Heat coming into the fourth quarter, and I think I think that's why they won the game. Now, now I think they need um, Duncan Robinson to step up. Yeah, you need that mentality in basketball. You got if you miss a shot, you just got to keep on playing because we don't see that in. Um, Duncan Robinson, and it's really affecting the Heat because he was the number one three percentage shooter the whole regular season. He went forty five percent, and we just he's been averaging thirty percent of the playoffs. He's not doing too much for them. He's got to do better. We've got three names, right? Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, right? Or no, two names actually. Who do you think is going to be the X factor there? I know Jimmy Butler's, you know, the star of this team, but Jimmy Butler can't play three more games on his own, right? Yeah, I fiddle. Who do you think it, I, it's going to come up to Duncan Robinson, in my opinion, if he can it really can, knock that. If he can shoot fifty percent like he did in, in other games, I, I don't. I think they're going to win hundred percent of the time. Like it's so why be, is that? Because you don't trust Tyler Hero, or you just trust Duncan Robinson more. I I trust Tyler Hero, and I don't trust Do- Robinson. That, that's that's how I think. I, oh, I, I trust Tyler Hero to have a solid game every game. Yeah, he's been for me. He, he hasn't been great, but he's been solid. He had starting role, but Duncan Robinson, if he can make his shots, dude, it's over. I'm going to agree with that. Yeah. I'm going to say it's going to be um, James Crowder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's going to be – Jay uh, Crowder, I think he's going to yeah. be the X factor on defense, especially. I think he's the only guy that can really guard um, Anthony Davis because we see Jimmy Butler on LeBron, who's done a pretty all right job. And That's Bam out of bio by That's a bold take, and I like it. No, James so it's more on the like defense it. on the boards, or would you say makes a bold? Say that you want to try and go? Do you say it's more on the defense than like the rebounds, or would you say it's a mix of just like defense is not not letting Anthony Davis take open shots because Anthony Davis, you put someone like Duncan Robinson or Leonard on him, not Kawhi Leonard, My Myers Leonard, I believe is his name. Duncan Anthony Davis is seven foot. He's gonna shoot over you. James yeah. Jay Crowder is the only one getting in their face. He's mm-hmm. got to play defense, and he can also the hit the three ball. Uh, yeah. The other problem with Duncan Robinson is. I was watching the game, and he's so nervous. on Like, whenever he's on LeBron, his one goal is just to switch back to his other defender. He needs to be like, yeah. I'm going to see you up. He needs yeah. to have that mentality because if he's, he's going to go one-on-one against LeBron, which will happen because they will screen and 
switches happen. He needs to really D up on he, – he can't be afraid. He just needs to go for it. And to All wrap right, and, up, I think that's – oh, you want to – you say one more thing, Azad. Yeah, I just want to talk about the Lakers for a second on who do you guys – obviously, we got LeBron AD on there, but who do you guys think would be the X factor for them that's got to make it? Because I know who Howard, I got, but I want to hear what you got. Howard and Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso hasn't done great. I think he needs to really just – I mean, play better. It's one simple word. He just – he hasn't played that great. He's missed a bunch of three balls, and he needs to come into the next game making those, and they'll win. Yeah, I agree with I, one person you said, but I disagree with the other person. Dwight Howard? I agree with Dwight Howard. I think Ooh, he's really? great. I like him on defense. I do like yeah. him. I just don't think he gets enough minutes. And the other person I'm going to give you is Danny Green. <laughs> Danny <laughs> Green. Danny. I think if he hits his shots, I'm telling you, he can actually change the game. Not just as a joke. He can change the game. He got hurt last game, so he didn't really play the second half. Yeah. But if he hits his shots, guys – Last year he was forty four percent. This year he's thirty two percent from threes. If he hits his shots, I think they're in good shape. Yeah, so I think it, moral, it's going to be a fun series. Yeah, the moral <laughs> yeah. of the series is going to be like the middle guys have to step up, the swing guys, right? Yeah, because the superstars are going to do what they're going to do. It's going to be a world of difference. And I think that wraps it up for eighty eight nine the bridge. My name's Gil. I'm joined with Evan and Azad today. Thank you for joining us on Power Predictions. You can catch us next week, same time from eight to nine. We'll see you next Tuesday, everyone.